Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I was sipping my morning coffee and I was thinking, you know, I'm going to turn the mic on and I'm going to do a little PSA for all of you hiring leaders and recruiters out there. Again, my podcast, in my humble opinion, this is what I'm seeing. And as a hiring leader, since gosh, I think I hired my first person when I was 17, 18 at my job and have definitely hired a lot of people and interviewed a lot of people in my lifetime. By no means an expert, but I'd like to think I have a pretty good track record. But I will tell you, I handle hiring and interviewing a lot differently than most people do. I tend to focus in my conversations with people more around leadership. And I know that's shocking. Uh, But I talk to them about, you know, leadership in their lives, not about having direct reports, you know, where, how are ways that they lead themselves. Um, I try to tap into more of their values, their character, their, the scenarios in which they've had to deal with conflict or have, have they had to deal with conflict and um, what's their, what's their approach. Um, Depending on the level in their career too, talk a lot about leadership philosophy. That to me, when you ask that question in an interview, tells a lot about a person. Like, what is your leadership philosophy? What's a good leader to you? What makes you a good leader? You know, those types of questions. Um, But also, you know, recently I've been seeing because there's so many companies, well, again, the great resignation, the turnover tsunami, all the fancy words that the media likes to give this moment in time where people are exiting jobs they've been in a long time and they're and and it's an employee's market if you will um but i see companies scrambling and poor recruiters are trying to just turn and burn through people and and unfortunately because there's so many open roles i think people are just putting butts in seats frankly they're just hey come on in yeah you look kind of good let's go hi you need to come in here we just need numbers at this point but to what cost are you doing that, both for you and for the person and, frankly, for your existing team and your dynamics of your organization and your business? I get it when people are under-resourced and it's exhausting and you're overworking people and you're burning them out. But isn't a better approach to being under-resourced to try to prioritize work and focus on the things that absolutely make the greatest impact. Maybe look at your business and see all the places where you're not optimizing things, where there's too many cooks in the kitchen, where there's too many approval layers and processes, and that probably is sucking up a lot of the time. I mean, if you just took a step back and actually assess the time that's spent in your team and your organization, I bet you're going to find a lot of it can go away just based on Let's stop sending 10 people to a meeting. Let's stop worrying about, you know, looping in 50,000 people. Let's make it more clear and define roles and responsibilities and clarity of process and, and what are we here to do and what are the big three to five things 
like maximum that if we got these done in this year that then we are golden and have everybody just work towards those instead of trying to do a flurry of activity and prove that quantity over quality is so much better okay I totally went off on a tangent this is supposed to be about hiring but truly I mean this is in a way about hiring because if you're hiring for the wrong reasons just to get butts and seats and fill headcount and oh my gosh I don't want to lose the headcount then you're actually creating more work for yourself because chances are you're not hiring the right people, you're not scrutinizing, you're not recognizing that at some point then that's going to be a bigger problem and harder to deal with and more time and effort to coach the people. Now, I do want mainly what I want to talk about today is that I feel like people's hiring practices are all wrong because I have seen also lately another problem is that you have very insecure leaders hiring people who are into jobs where they're not going to be successful and not the best person for the job and not the person who has the best leadership or the dynamics, but truly someone that they can just, oh, I'm going to make sure you're not better than me. I'm going to make sure that you're just going to be a yes person, that you're going to just do what I say. And since you're really not, this is a huge jump for you. So since you're not really truly equipped to do this, that's okay because you're going to need me. And to those leaders, I say, well, you're not leaders. You're insecure and you have issues and you should always, always hire better than you, 100%, which leads me to my first sip. When you're hiring people, hire better than you. Don't be insecure. Don't be be worried about them shining you up or your own team threatening you. Seriously, you should be taken out of a leadership position now and like put out to pasture if those thoughts and behaviors are happening. And leaders out there of leaders, and if you see that happening, seriously address that because then you have no business leading other people. Because Hell yeah, I want to hire somebody better than me, smarter than me, that knows more than me. Absolutely. Your team is a reflection on you. And when your team does well, that is a reflection on your leadership. And for me, I mean, I'm hiring the future either me or better than me, or hopefully someone I could report to tomorrow. And I have no problem with that. In fact, my current boss used to report to me on a couple different times in teams. I don't have ego and pride. I love the guy. I'm super proud of him and I'm proud to work for him. So my God, people, let go of your damn egos out there. It's We're all human beings. We just so happen to have titles, but absolutely you should be hiring people. And I'm not saying I'm better than him, so don't make mistakes for those of you listening who may know who I'm talking about. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, get over yourselves, and it is the right thing. You do want to hire the best and better people. So if you did go on a vacation even, that it's like, I, I know my team's got it. They got this. And I would be super proud that if I had to report to one of my direct reports and see just how amazing they become, or they become the CEO of the company, and it's like, yeah, I was this tiny sliver on the, their path or career that maybe just helped them a little bit along the way. I mean, how great is that? Instead, I just, I get so sad when I see people putting people in the positions because I know that they know that they can push them down, shove them aside, tell them what to do. And it's like, you're, and they take it because they're like, oh, but it's a big promotion. I'm very excited. (laughs) 
makes me so sad. And it's not going to work out well for them. And likely they're going to have people underneath them that are going to leave that team because they know that that role is not rightfully theirs and they're not the right person and they're not being set up for success, nor is their team or anybody else. All right, tip number two, hire differently than you. People too often just hire cookie cutter versions of themselves because when you sit in a room with somebody, I mean, who doesn't like to click with somebody, right? You sit in a room or a Zoom and it's like, oh, you like that? I like that. You're from there? I'm from there. I mean, that's human nature. You know, we connect with people who we see ourselves in. So you do have to be very intentional when you're having conversations and hiring conversations or choosing even the candidates that you want to talk to. And this is, this to me is way more than a company putting some philosophy on paper or a checklist on a paper saying, well, you have to hire so many people of color or sorry, interview so many people of color, so many women, so many men did it. That's, that to me is getting into like quotas and stuff. And then people are doing it to me for the wrong reasons. Like then it becomes a checklist. And for me, this is something that I think we, it should be our values to hire differently than us. Because why would you want, why would I want a team of people with my exact skills, my exact experiences? I mean, not, never exact, okay, so don't get crazy. But like, why would I want a group of people around me where we're pretty much all alike? We come from similar backgrounds. We come from the same spaces. We have all the same skills. That's not a well-rounded team. That's a one-trick pony. Nobody wants that. So hire differently than you. I, I actually seek out candidates that are extremely different than me in a lot of different ways. They come with a different perspective. They come with a different point of view. They come with different skills and then complementary skills also to myself as well as my team members. And then you can get a more well-rounded group of people. That's, that's the dynamic you need. All right, last tip. Hire a leader of you. Hire someone that you would want to report to. I'm not saying tomorrow. I know we hire, you know, people, a lot of junior people, too, who are starting in their careers and entry-level roles and such. But look for that leadership and look for that, uh, look for that potential to say, oh, they've got that spark. They have a heart of a leader. They have that, that willingness, that integrity, that character, those values that, man, I could see you going far and I would report to you one day. It's just so important when we are having these conversations, when we're hiring people, when we are interviewing people, to just keep all of these things in mind that we have to be intentional with these types of things. Otherwise, if we default to what we're comfortable with, if we default to what we know, and if we default to, I'm going to get everybody in like my age range or my skin color or my background or my skill set, what kind of work product are you really going to put out there? What kind of help are you going to be to drive the business? And, and what kind of future are you creating? Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more Sips and Tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.